following takes place between 8 a.m. and 9 a.m. Hammer time! Are you a homeowner who is dangerous with tools? Do you start a project and never finish it because frustration sets in? Do you think maybe you should have called a professional? Break it down. Well, look no further. Image Home Improvement is now live on the Double Wide Network. And now, remodeling contractor, TV personality, and your host for Image Home Improvement, Steve Dubell. Oh, yes, it is time once again for Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network. And we'd like to welcome all of you to the show this morning. It is a beautiful, beautiful sunny day here in the Valley of the Sun. Not to mention that it's going to be a toasty, scorching day. It's a hot enough to blister paint. <laughs> blister paint. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you, just, you put on the cheap paint. Uh, right while you're doing it in the sun, as our people from our last, you know, last week, and yes, that stuff is bye bye. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's it is it unbelievable the heat here in Arizona. What's the weather like out there? It's hot, damn hot, real hot. Hot in this is my shorts. I can cook things in it. Little crotch pot cooking. It's damn hot. You can be a little thing. I saw it so damn hot. I saw one of little guys in the orange robe burst into flames. Is that hot? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking oh about. Oh, my God. You That's know, why I don't wear an orange that, robe. That guy, <laughs> that guy was the been reincarnated. I remember him from last year. <laughs> That's right. Unbelievable. I mean, it is unbelievable. And this, it, I want to make sure everybody, you know, it's the weekend and people are going to be doing things. And tomorrow, obviously... Uh, a lot of us guys are going to be celebrating Father's Day, and there's a lot of stuff going on. You want to be able to get out early. I mean, early, like, like 4.30, like 5, <laughs> 6, maybe get out because by 8, it's going to be scorching. That's it. I mean, we were out this week working on people's homes, and we had a couple of exterior projects to do, and we were out there at 5 a.m. and uh, done by 12 Yep. Because it just got so hot you couldn't deal with it. And it was like, uh, I think yesterday was 115. Yep. New record for that day. People turn around and say, how do you live in that? Well, do you think I'm sitting in this studio and it's 115 degrees in here? <laughs> for a reason? I don't think so. I think we're sitting here because it's nice, cool, and everything else, and it's nice. Oh, yeah. It's One of the things you've got to, and really, folks, if you're here in the Valley or even if you're in other areas of the country, if it's hot, Drink water. Don't drink sodas. Don't drink uh, coffees or, or smoothies. That doesn't hydrate you. You've got to keep water in your body. Drink real water, not just other stuff. Real water. That's it, real water. Well, the one thing that I had a— You know that bubbly I, stuff? That's not water. I had, a, I had a very, shall we say, shocking experience this week. I want to share with all the listeners because, you know, like what we like to do is share by example so that other people don't have to go through the pain— that, you know, I went through or somebody else went through. Now, we're talking about a lot of heat. One of the things that I always make sure that we do when we're out working on people's homes, especially in this type of weather, is that we drink, like you had said, tons and tons of water. That's right. But the problem is that even though drinking a lot of water, you do lose a lot of electrolytes when you sweat. That's right. And the water will not replace the electrolytes in your body. That's right. So, you know, we, we rewind a little bit to this past Wednesday when we were out at 5 a.m. working on the exterior of this 
person's house. About 12, 1230, we got done. We packed up, and I had to actually uh, go to the East Valley. And we're going to East Valley and had an appointment with uh, my massage therapist because of, uh, you know, an issue I've got with my foot. And I got out of the van, and I got a cramp in behind my knee, uh, right just below your, Mm -hmm. uh, on the backside behind your knee. And usually, you know, you take a couple of seconds, you know, you, you rub you, it out, you rub it out and, or you know, just stretch, and yeah. you're good to go and you stretch and you're good to go. This didn't go away. It didn't go away. And it kept coming back. Like almost every time I went to move my leg, it came back. They literally had to come outside and get me and bring me inside to actually work it out. And about an hour and a half later, when they got done with me, uh, I was at least able to walk out under my own power problem was electrolytes mm-hmm. and you need to go make sure that you find your solution to electrolytes one of the things that he suggested to me was they're the product which i'm sure everybody has seen commercials on out there emergency mm-hmm. has electrolytes in it and it's relatively inexpensive you could buy you can go to walmart you could buy a box of 30 for you know under 10 bucks and you just put one in every packet and in your bottle, your bottle of water and, and, pour and it you, you drink, you know, several of them a day and that will help you. And I think since Wednesday, I only got one, one oh, cramp. Well, that's like what happened. But not this like week. the other day. That's like happened this week at our house. Um, granddaughter and great grandbaby, they went out and did some shopping, came back and they got heat sick. They just didn't calculate. They went out at the worst time of day, the very peak of the heat and the hot car was too hot. They didn't cool it down. And lo and behold, there's baby throwing up in the middle of the night because her core temp went down. I, I started doing the core temp and all that kind of stuff and electrolytes. And uh, be very careful with uh, the very young ones. They overheat real fast because they don't want to drink the water. And they need to. And you just really got to be careful. That's exactly right. So there's a lot of things. You know, we talk about extreme weather in other areas of the country, uh, especially with rain and water and floods. This is one of the things that we have to deal with here in Arizona and the Southwest when the heat just gets to be unbearable. That's right. But we've got a lot of things on the show today we want to share with you. Uh, As you said, tomorrow is Father's Day. We're going to be talking a little bit about some of the uh, best things that you could do, some great ideas, last-minute ideas to get Dad for Father's Day. Um, One of the things, obviously— it's near and dear to me, just and Dan especially because Dan's still on <laughs> Dan's still on band from going to the tool store. Reband for this. Yeah, weekend. he's yeah because he'll just you know his credit card. We're gonna just put a block <laughs> on it so he doesn't have to keep buying tools. But uh, we're gonna be talking a little bit about that. Also, we've got some very very special guests today. We're gonna actually be talking with Skip and Allison Bedell from Catch a Contractor. You know they're friends of the show. We've had them on many times. And actually, tomorrow, Father's Day, is their debut of season three. Three. And they Get have that. got some fabulous things that they're going to share with us. And the show is is growing in leaps and bounds. And uh, if you are a social media junkie, 
tomorrow night. Make sure you tune in, Spike, and you get your tweet, get your Twitter finger ready. Get your Twitter finger, and you'll huh? be start tweeting because I'm telling you, I, 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 you know, when I talked to them earlier, I'm gonna I'm gonna be so wound up at the end of the show on Monday. I'm gonna go take a bite out of somebody. I don't know who it is, but I'm gonna take a bite out of somebody because watching rah, those shows, as my grandbaby was saying, does rah, it every rah, time. Rah, rah. <laughs> also, in our second hour, we're gonna be talking with the brand new. Director of Contractor, uh, Director of Restaurant Contractors, Jeff Fleetham is going to be here in studio. We're going to be talking a little bit about some of the direction that the registrar is actually going to be going to. So those are things to keep, make sure you stay uh, on track for and listen in. Uh, if you'd like to be part of the show today, make sure you give us a call at 480-421-0640, 421 Zero six four zero, and you know, Dan. You know, thinking about it, a lot of great things coming up here in the next few weeks. Next week, we're actually going to have the people from House on. If if you've actually, if you are a designer, or even if you're a homeowner, actually looking for ideas, make sure you go check out Image Home Improvement on the House website. H O U Z Z. That is the best place that I refer people to go to now to talk about and see, get ideas for their remodeling projects. Like maybe back in the day, you used to pull out pictures from your magazine Mm -hmm. and you used to take a look and say, okay, I want to do this, but I like this. You go to House and you could just print the the different ideas that you want. And then when I come over, we take a look at your project. We, We can put all those together. But it is a great place for ideas. And the people from House are going to be with us. We're going to be talking... Everything that uh, they've got to offer. And then also don't forget um, our best of show on the 4th of July weekend because obviously 4th of July is going to be a lot going on and it, the year is half gone. Where did the where did where half did year it go? go? Yeah. You know, it's amazing, you know. And you know what my favorite thing to do on 4th of July is in the first thing in the morning after coffee. Take the dogs out? No. <laughs> no. You know what? It, it, it there's a three hour time difference between my favorite thing and here. Um, no, nope. no, <laughs> no. Okay, no, no. All right, not it's not it's not Perkin it's today. It's the Nathan's hot dog eating contest with Joey Chestnut. Isn't that in Chicago? No, bite your tongue, man. It's in New York, in Brooklyn. Oh, what's that? <laughs> Come what's on, that? at Nathan's. That's the best <laughs> place for hot dogs. And Nathan's in New York. Come on, what's wrong with you? Oh, it's Taste of Chicago this week. Taste of Chicago is a that is another great thing to go to, it, with a lot less heat than is here. Let yes. me tell you. Oh my Especially god! Especially with that nice lake effect wind coming off all the time. Uh, oh, anyway. What I wouldn't give for a little lake effect wind right now. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit more about home inspection and getting ready for some of those bad contractors that we're going to be talking with Skip and Allison about later. But stay tuned. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. Don't go away. If your garage door is acting up, maybe needing an adjustment or just a new door opener, A Better Look Garage Door Company is not just a name. A Better Look Garage Door is a promise. When it's time to give your garage door a better look, make your next call to A Better Look Garage Door Company, 602-743-4028. Don't wait. Call the owner, Tom, right now, 602-743-4028. 
A Better Look Garage Door Company is a veteran-owned family business serving the Phoenix area. A Better Look Garage Door Company. Obtaining a home loan is easy when you have the right company to start with. Right Start Mortgage. If you've been considering purchasing a new home or refinancing your existing mortgage, now is the time. Act now while rates are some of the lowest they've been in the past year for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage. Whatever type of loan you need, FHA, VA, 203K, or second mortgage. Right Start Mortgage has the right loan for you. Don't wait. Call Mike Yamamoto today at 602-490-0205. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. This is Tiffany Hunter, host of the Home Hunter Sunday mornings on ABC 15. And you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live on the Double Wide Network. All right, we're excited. It is Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network. And we were talking about uh, all things... With the home, Father's Day, oh my God, guests, we've got a whole bunch coming down the pike today, so I want everybody to stay tuned as they say, strap in, buckle in, we've got a lot coming down your way, so make sure you stay tuned. And um, if you uh, haven't been checking out what we're doing on Facebook, make sure you check out some of the Facebook posts, always some great information on Facebook, as well as um, getting into the tweeting mode. Doing some tweets. How tweeted it is. How tweeted it is. Yes, absolutely. So make sure you check <laughs> check that out. But uh, let's talk a little bit about, obviously, you know, getting into some of the things that uh, people t- do with their homes. And again, bad <laughs> contractors and home inspection. Dan, you've seen a lot of bad work in, you know, it, you know, over the years that you've been a home inspector. But- what kind of tips can you tell people to actually guard against either bad work, especially when you, they decide to have a contractor come in and do work on their home? Well, for the contractor or for the inspector himself? <laughs> because some inspectors, not all inspectors are equal in being able to find the difference between maintenance and bad work. Well, let's figure, let's, well, let's figure out what we need to do to get a good, make sure you pick the right inspector because mm-hmm. obviously – uh, picking the right inspector is going to be important because if you do that, then you'll know they'll be able to find some of that bad work instead mm-hmm. of just, you know, turning another cheek. Yeah. Um, one of the things that you want to put in your mind is not by the price. The cheapest inspector is telling you exactly what he's worth. If it's a really cheap inspection, think twice because he's not going to be there long. And he's going to promise you the sky, get your check, and be gone. And then you'll still be sitting there looking at pages and pages of I don't have tos and oh, by the ways, and you should be aware of, but nothing, no meat. You know, where, where's any deficits? Where's any safety call-outs? Where, you know, where's the report? When you've got paragraphs of built-in, um, I call fluff. 
And you got to be careful of fluff reports because they'll leave you going, I have a concern about this. I have a concern about that. What's concern mean? It doesn't tell you much. doesn't tell you anything. No. And then somebody moves into the house and somebody gets... You see, you you turn on the, the, the... Kitchen faucet, and it's electrified, and somebody gets hurt. Oh, wait a minute. Why didn't you catch that wire laying across the plumbing underneath the sink? Uh, that outlet that was hanging out and crossed over on the feed to the dishwasher that fed back through into the plumbing. Um, how come? How come? How come? Well, let's put it he this way. He didn't bend over to look Let, underneath. Let's put it this way. Some people don't do 45-page reports like our, <laughs> our, our good friend Dan Hayden. And I mean, then, in those 45 days, you know, I, I tell you, that's the first thing I remember when I saw your, your first report. I said, Dan, I know you're thorough. But what the hell am I going to do with all these pages? It's but there's the a lot there to actually take into account. It's an analysis of the building. And this is not, you know, this is a huge investment. You should really be looking at that report and needing a report that gives you the facts up front. I mean, the major deficits, if they're fix and repair, and then go on into here are the maintenance things that are going to be visiting you for the years you're going to have the home. You know, there's always going to be maintenance on the house. Now that you've got a home, you're a proud homeowner of maintenance. So, you know, that's just one of the things you have to get ready for. But not everything that's in maintenance is a screaming have to repair to close. That's true. That's true. So when you're looking for an inspector, what's he know? And don't, use, don't go by the words 10 years in the industry. How many years as an actual inspector had, do mm-hmm. you have under your belt? How many inspections have you done? Like with me, over 11,000 in the valley. In over that's 21 all. years that, of doing inspections. That's all? That's all. <clears throat> that's all. And that doesn't include <laughs> the commercial buildings. <laughs> that's just that's just residential. That's just residential. Oh, see? But, and those are things that you need to find out for. You know, have they, you know, have they how long have they been around? What have you been doing? Uh, what things that you find? In fact, sometimes you see things that maybe the average homeowner wouldn't even see. That's right. I mean, you know, we went to look at a house the other day that uh, is a bank-owned home, and it had uh, at least a half a dozen termite tracks on the side of the house, which once we get into it and and go to start the restoration work on it, you the, whole check perimeter, the, the, whole, the whole perimeter is going to have to be, you know, retreated. Mm-hmm. Because these these termite tracks, you know, they got to be. I mean, six of them. They must have found a feeding frenzy, and the house was only built in two thousand five. Ooh, they they built over a nest. Ooh, baby. but but we don't know. I, again, <laughs> see, here's the thing. Or you, or the neighbor already had the termites done just before that, and they came came across to visit. Yeah, they came across to visit. There was a party. <laughs> happy hour. Happy, happy hour. hour. New wood. Happy yeah, hour. New wood. But see, you know, it takes a while for those things to take effect when you when the termites start eating and getting into your house. I mean, that's why people don't understand. Termites are not. You can't apply logic to termites except. They know they're looking for food. That's why when people wonder why they see strings coming down from their drywall and they don't know what it is, and it's a termite track in thin in midair. Well, that's just taking out the garbage. That's basically what that is. They're just dropping that down, 
number one exploratory, number two, taking out the garbage and yeah. leaving it there so you can see the poo. <laughs> that's that's about it. But you know, but these are th- these are things you've got to be careful of when you go back and you pick a con a, a um, home inspector to be able to go and do. And again, even though again, just because let's say you know that Dan is like this, but there the same goes for contractors. Just because you've got longevity in the valley or anywhere doesn't mean that you're good. Just because you have a license doesn't mean that you're good. Or up to speed for education on the new products and new things going on. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the things that we pride ourselves on is that, you know, with the people that I meet in the field doing remodeling work, plus people that I reach out to in the industry for uh, new products and new ideas to help make remodeling better, uh, you know, we share weekly here on the show, and that's what makes us, you know, um, as they say, on the cutting edge. That's right. Things like panel slapper, you know, solar panel slap, everything from solar panel slappers to, um, you know, water trenchers for termite treatment and just doesn't get it. We got to be aware, of, you know, got to be aware of what's going on. And the other thing to look out for inspectors is uh, there's alphabet soup for belonging to different types of organizations. The two predominant organizations is the National Association of Home Inspectors and the American Society of Home Inspectors. Why did I say Nahi first? Because I'm a Nahi member. Well, <laughs> just, just for full disclosure. Just for full disclosure. Okay, but, but again, shouldn't there be a standardized report for all home inspectors? Why? Well, I, I would, because I would you know think everybody so. inspects differently, and different inspectors, you know, want to use lots of verbiage. Others, like my, me, like to keep it. Believe it or not, that forty-eight pages is keeping it to the point for well, me. Well, how about? <laughs> well, but, but when you think about it, the way the way the world is going, that there should be some standard form and guidelines that all home inspectors, just like contractors, there are certain guidelines that we must follow in the different ways that we do certain types of remodeling. Well, there is a complete guideline at the Board of Technical Registration for the Home Inspectors uh, area. And what it is, is we have we have sat down and specifically by our standards for the BTR, Home Inspectors, gone through and gone down the mandatory areas that must be mentioned, like plumbing, function and flow of drains, function and flow of water coming out of faucets, all those kind of things have to come up. Electrical. Did you mention the type of wire in the panel? Did you mention the size of the panel? All these things are specific to be asked inside the report that has to be answered. And as a report reviewer, I just go through my checklist of things that must be in the report. It takes hours. <laughs> yes, I know. And <laughs> and then we make sure that it's all up to speed and is actually saying to the consumer, this is what has been looked at. Because we're very specific at the BTR um, home inspectors that these are the things we want inspected. The minimum. That's the Min- bottom. That's crawl over the bottom of the bar and let's go uphill. You know? Okay. <laughs> or just crawl under the bar and just have a good one. <laughs> How about a couple of margaritas? Yeah. There you go. Nice. It's time for margaritas. <laughs> and then no. the other thing is, is the pictures do not make the report. The pictures do not have to be embedded in the report. The pictures from way back in the day were gratis. They were just gravy on the deal. They're just to help give you an idea of what's going on. 
the report should be written to where that area should be clear enough, as mentioned, for whether it's okay or not okay, without having to have a picture for every little step. It should be the written the body of the written report is the report. The pictures are gravy. Yeah. So, but and and again, the one thing that uh, an inspector should be able to do is read between the lines. It should be be able to go back and, depending on what you what you're writing and what you're seeing, mm-hmm. is that you make sure that you document every little thing. That even if you do uh, like general statements to make sure mm-hmm. that there's no question about what you're looking at, because well, again, it's a repair, not a repair. And yeah. see, we have major and minor repairs need to be m- mentioned. If it's a repair that's major, that has to be mentioned as a major repair. That's right there in our standards for the home inspectors. And if it's not, we would just put it. You know, this is maintenance or minor repair. You have to make up your mind. You've got to be able to have a little bit of ability to decide, not just say, "Oh, you may want to, you may have a concern here." Well, you can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't inspect in the gray area. That's so and many it, do, as they say, you you can't have fifty shades of gray. Oh, but these guys do, <laughs> and it's a fluffy little report. It's a fluffy little report. It's a sweet little thing that said nothing. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a short break, and when we come back, we've got more information for you on. Choosing that right home inspector, and we're getting ready to uh, talk with Skip and Allison Bedell from Catch a Contractor, and we haven't we haven't talked to them in a while. They've been busy. They've been busy catching bad Catch. contractors, and I can't wait to hear some of the stories because they are the best at what they do, and a blast to listen to, and a blast to listen to, and and believe me, Allison, Allison, <laughs> she is wound up almost as bad as me. <laughs> well, if not more. Let's I talk swear. about that during break. Okay. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Don't go away. Nice shot. Thanks. This room is awesome. Yeah, Debbie and I wanted a rec room. And with the way property values keep going... Who can afford to buy a new place? Tell me about it. So we just had Steve over at Image Home Improvement and close the patio. And make the shelf for the TV, so... So take your next shot. (laughs) Right. What about your family room? Yeah, but the kids are always playing their video games and everyone watches TV in there. I wanted my own space. And I've always wanted a pool table. How'd you talk Debbie into it? She uses it more than I do. Cheryl and I love the outside. Do you think we could just get the patio screened in? Sure. Image Home Improvement just did the Johnson's house. They love it. No mosquitoes. Exactly. And Chris says they're enjoying their outside a lot more at night. You should do it. Just go to imagehomeimprovement.com. The name says it all. Steve came over, gave us an estimate, and, well, you see how it looks. Can't tell it wasn't here the whole time. Yep. Your shot. Imagehomeimprovement.com. Add to your space. Enclose your patio. Go to imagehomeimprovement.com. Most of us have our charity of choice that we give from the heart to support. Did you ever wonder, where does the money go? How much do I really know about the charity I support? Where can I go and learn more about these nonprofit organizations? Every Monday at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula is your source for this information. Know the report before you support. Donate wisely, not just from the heart. Remember, Mondays at 1 p.m., the Nonprofit Journal Live with Dee Simula on the Double White Network. 
Sometimes you start a project with great intentions, and then it keeps getting bigger, and nothing makes sense, and it grows out of control. So how do you get all the parts and pieces in sync together? Fix it. Image Home Improvement. When it's time to call in a professional, go to imagehomeimprovement.com. This is Chris Grundy, host of DIY Network's Cool Tools. Now, if you need home improvement help, you need to listen to Image Home Improvement Live with Steve Dubell every Saturday morning, baby. Woo! Yes, master. <laughs> That's what we got to say, Dan. <laughs> yes, master. Oh. The yeah. master of the home inspections. Yeah, you've got to be careful about um, who you call because, number one, don't price shop. Number two, actually go on the telephone and talk to the inspector. Just don't have somebody else order it for you. Actually see if there's a fit. And also, a lot of times, what's coming out of you know listening to each other and talking to each other is going to be a part of being able to understand the inspection. If you're not comprehending how your inspector speaks, move on. Because not everybody's meant to listen to everybody. There's always differences in people and the way the words mean and, to each other. And don't be afraid to ask a question. If you don't Please. understand something, ask a question. You may le- you mean, obviously, as a homeowner... You may learn something. I have so much jargon that I don't know when I've lost a client. Sometimes I try not to, but sometimes, you know, doing this for so many years, you know, I just think certain words are in everybody's vocabulary, which it is not. That's true. And that's please, you know, see, uh, please please explain so-and-so. You know, want want to me. <laughs> this is all I I've, I I faded out, and you were going want 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 want. Pretty soon, pretty soon, you'd be yeah, you'd be like you'd be thinking you're talking like a minion. That's right. What? <laughs> That's right. And uh, the other thing is, is multi inspector firms have um, a nice little, and then there's this one segment that's uh, in this uh, survey. Uh, this one person said, I do not like multi inspector firms because you get an employee. You don't get the one-man shop that is just one-on-one responsible to you. When you've got a corporation backing up all that work, sometimes it doesn't wash too well with some people, and it just doesn't work. So, number one, make sure that you and your inspector talk on the same, and same, same uh, at least understand each other, because without the understanding, the report won't mean a whole lot, because there's that, there's that, Three or four, five hundred dollar report I got, and I still don't understand it. Yeah, like, and that's going to do you a lot of good. Yeah, yeah, it's, it had a pretty cover, but gee, <laughs> he printed it on site, and I still don't know what I got. That's true. And and by the way, everybody, you your inspector does not have to print on site. There's been some characters out there in the Arizona group saying you have to print on site. Not so. You have to have the report to both brokers in a timely manner, preferably before the 10-day inspection period is over. So just just be aware that don't don't have to print on site. That's been such a thing that's been propagated by I don't know whom, but they're out there pushing it, saying, oh, you have to print on site. No, that's where you make your mistakes. That's why I see them at the BTR for the Enforcement Committee. Why did you miss that whole page? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's amazing. <laughs> you think about it, but if you are thousands of miles away and you are thinking of buying a home in another state, okay, obviously you've got to go back and locate a home inspector. I would think one of the first things you do if you are looking for home inspector in another state, you've already found a realtor that's looking mm-hmm. for a home for you. And I think that would probably be your best source for uh, at least a starting place to find a home inspector. That's right. You know, it's, your realtors are a good source because they're supposed to offer more than just, you know, one. They're supposed to give you a couple choices and call them all. Don't make a promise. Just call them all, pick their brains, see what they're going to do and what they offer and all those kind of things because there'll be offers from uh, vacations to, I don't know, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. And some of the common stuff that comes along is the 90-day warranty on the house. And then there's also a sewer guard where the sewer is covered from when you move in the house for at least six months. And the other thing is a recall check. One of my favorites is where all the appliances you list, you get an email from them, and you list all your appliances, even the ones you moved in with, and it's covered on this recall check. If there's a callback or a problem with it for consumer recall, they give the information so it can go get fixed free. My and then fa- there's also a mold, and there's also a mold safe on some, where you've been the house has been evaluated and you've got a mold safe for at least two years on the house. And that and all these things are so very important, especially you know to, to guard against one of the t- most important investments of your life. Mm-hmm. For most people, it is the largest investment that they have in their life. So you've got to make sure that you do you know protect it from top to bottom. You know, from the slab or basement on up to the very top of the, you know, top of the tile, or in our area, top of the tile, but, uh, <laughs> and uh, all the plumbing and everything else in between. The home is a system. And if some things don't add up, you need to know. Absolutely. And those are th- things that the, the professional people can actually help you with if you are out of state to find the right people to actually go back and look at these things for you to make sure that, hey, maybe why should I waste my time looking at this house if it's got all these things wrong with it? Unless, of course, you want to flip it. Yeah, unless you want to flip it. But remember, when you buy a house, there's always going to be some stuff that needs to be taken care of or at least talked about prior to the close. But don't let it go past close. Here in Arizona, if you need, as they call, to have things resolved and remediated, uh, get it done. Don't just let it fly through the process and not say anything. If you think, if even if it's something the inspector doesn't find as a high priority and you've had problems with it before in other homes, ask the questions. Right. Now, there's, there's, no, there's no charge for asking questions. No, and one of the things that, you know, you have to be aware of, you know, we went looking at a home about a week or so ago on a listing with one of the realtors I work with, and... The homeowner actually, again, you know, a homeowner that tries to do tile work could mm. be a dangerous thing. Mm. And I, said, I I emphasize the word try, okay, <laughs> because, you know, he had done he had done some woodworking, which I, I'd say on a scale of 1 to 10, he might have gotten to maybe a 6.5 if 10 is good and, and 0 is, is horrendous, yeah. you know, but he got the 6 point. But the tile work... Um, because you're not familiar with how to integrate different materials in the same area, you know, you've got like stair edges that have 
blunted tile and backer board with no, you know, it's transitioning into wood at the top of a step, and there's nothing there. There's There's nothing there except uh, the edge of the tile. Not even a little uh, cheap piece of uh, half round or something? Nothing, nothing. So So you cut your foot on it real good? Yeah, so I mean, and it's just these kind of things that if a home inspector goes and inspects, they're going to see these things, and now we're talking safety. Yeah. Forget about the, how bad the job was done. It's a safety issue. Yeah, especially if the rise of the stairs is off, and it's almost like a drunk person stumbling, how you have to go up them. Uh, that, <laughs> that's difficult. <laughs> that's difficult. Yeah, especially if you have one that has, you're expecting a, an edge there, and you have nothing. Oh, Cut back by that, five, less than five that, inches. That could be that could be good, but not to mention when you when you have people do stuff like that, you don't have good transitions going into other rooms because of the different heights of the material, and you've got to know what to look for. And then people try and make do, and they make they they find a transition that they think works, and it's it's on an angle, and I'm like. Like, what's wrong with this picture here? What about transitioning from tile to carpet and they leave the tack strip in there so you kill your foot every time you walk on it? That's if that's if you yeah. came home and you had a few too many, that would surely wake you up. Or if you're a diabetic, you could be uh, uh, get an injury that to your foot that would be deadly. Yes, this this is true. This is true. You could tear your foot up. It could be. It could be. You could be on your way to the hospital. That's right. Uh, therefore, you know. A home inspector would have caught these things and brought them to your attention to make sure they are either something like that would definitely have to be fixed by the existing homeowner before anybody oh. with any smarts would be able to go buy it. That's a health and safety. Yeah. So that's one of the things that Dan catches along the way when he does his uh, home inspections or, you know, a healthy home inspection. Yeah. We can uh, come out and do actually a healthy home inspection when you've been there five or ten years, and stuff just starts to get tired. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how people use, like, little things, like the bathroom fan is left on 24-7. Those little fans will heat up, and with all the crud that's in there, it could start a fire. Well, you You'd know, be surprised. And that's another that's another thing, too, is when was the last time that you cleaned out your, you know, air, your uh, dryer vent? Yeah, linty. linty. Good old linty. Good old linty. I mean, yeah. you know, those things you've got to make sure that – you take care of because if uh, if you haven't, but they see that's another thing too though, Dan. If you have um, a home that is that you're inspecting, I mean, how do you how do you deal with it, other than asking? And they may they may not tell you the truth, but if that line is running up the wall out the roof, how do you know if the if that is clear? That's why I've got that super long boroscope. I take that with me and just take a look all the way up in. From from behind the dryer. Yeah. That's neat. Not everybody does that. I can't believe everybody would do that. But I do that, especially when I see, when I'm up in the attic and I see a ton of lint that's blown around in the attic. Number one, that's a, you know. Where did it come from? Yeah. Yeah, well, besides the thing that drops back down in the attic and blows the lint into the attic, which is a fire combustible, then I start asking, why is it having to vibrate so much when it's in use, which means it's probably clogged, and that's when I get out and just slide out the dryer, take the boroscope, go right up in, and uh, it's colonoscopy for a house, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Why? What an analogy, Dan. (laughs) And it's not even 9.30 yet, Dan. 
You know, Mike always says you're getting cranked up, but I guess well, I guess we're pushing, we're pushing there. We got a few, more, we got a little more time, but he'll be ready, wound up by then. <laughs> but uh, you know, again, trying to make you the homeowner buy, you know, buy the right types of services with the right type of people that you can trust. You want to be able to go back and say, like I say, you know, I want, I want my customers to be my contractor. I want to be their contractor for life. That's right. Same with a home inspector. You want to be able to go back and trust the person that took care of my home. If you're a person that, you know, every few years you go buy a new home, you know, call, yeah. you, you called in or you're a trusted home inspector in your part of the country that you could trust and use, use before or maybe your fam, that your family used. That's right. I've, I've had third generation referrals from families. See, there you go, and and you're still around. Are you you must be Vulcan. <laughs> you've been around. I'm for a that. Vulcan you, development. You've been around. You're, you've been around that long, Mike. What are we going to do with him? I don't know. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Well, one of the things that we're going to be getting into in the next segment, we're going to be talking with Skip and Allison Bedell. We're going to about from Catch a Contractor, and their season three, and some of the. I can't wait to hear some of the stories about these bad, bad contractors. And just when you think that you've seen it all. There's always something more. There's worse contractors out there. They're giving my... I got a lot of work to do in my lifetime to, to, to keep my profession, have a Clean good name. Clean up the profession, same here. My year. God. Yeah. I get to skip out here. We'll, we'll, we'll run over them. <laughs> we'll be right back. Don't go away. You're listening to the Double Wide Network, where you can host your own radio show. If you're looking for a way to get out your message, welcome to the future. Dave Pratt's Double Wide Network offers you the opportunity to use our state-of-the-art studio to create your very own radio show. Our experienced and helpful production staff will help you every step of the way. Our free mobile app allows your listeners to take your show with them and play it live or on demand. Even if you're not in Arizona, we've got you covered with Skype technology so you can broadcast from anywhere in the world. Whether you're in it to grow your business, make a statement, deliver a message, or just have fun hosting your own show, the Double Wide Network can make it happen. The Double Wide Network always has your show ready to go. For more information, just visit us at doublewidenetwork.com. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. If you've been thinking of replacing or upgrading those kitchen cabinets or appliances in your home, even though they're still in good shape, then I have a solution for you. Stardust Building Supplies is a 501c3 organization recycling such things as kitchen cabinets, toilets, doors, windows, tubs, and more. Remember, one man's trash is another woman's treasure. They have three convenient valley locations, 51st Avenue and Northern in Phoenix, Alma School and Broadway in Mesa, and 40th Street and Thunderbird in Phoenix. Net profits from Stardust stores support their Angels on Call program, which provides free home repairs to qualified low-income homeowners in the Phoenix metro area. Last year, Angels on Call helped over 100 homeowners with their necessary home repairs. Let's do our part for the green movement. Give Stardust Building Supplies a call today, 480-668-0566, or visit them on the web at stardustbuilding.org.
This is Jimmy Johnson, NASCAR driver of the number 48 Lowe's Chevrolet. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, we are joined by some of the stars of Catch a Contractor, and we're going to be talking with Skip and Allison Bedell. And we're, season three, guys. Hey, it's great to hear from you. How you doing? Hi. Hey, we're back, man. We're Can't back. It's us. good to Hello. hear from you. <laughs> yeah, it's great to hear from you too. It's been a little while. Oh my God, yes, you guys must have been really busy. Yeah, we are. Um, we're, we're just winding down the filming of our third season, and as you know, we're going to premiere the first episode of the new season this Sunday night at ten o'clock on Spike TV, and it's going to be awesome. And this season is going to be a whole new thing for you guys. Wait till you see what we got in store for you now. Uh oh, I'm I I can't <laughs> wait. Tell us, a, can you give us a little a little taste, a, a little a little peek, <laughs> just a little snippet, just a snippet. That's all we need. Okay. It's so different this year. You are going to love. Everybody's going to love this because we filmed it this year in a whole different way. There's the show is a totally different show than it was, with the exception of the premise. Yeah. So basically, what we did is uh, we're doing more of like a documentary style filming uh, in that we have a whole second camera crew that films behind our main camera crew. So as a viewer now, when you watch it, you're going to see. From, from the back line, rather than just what's happening in front of the lens. You'll see what all the camera people are doing. You're going to hear all the off-camera conversations that we have with the producers, um, you know, as far as, like, you know, what what's happening next and what we're going to be doing with the construction and, you know, what we're going to do to, to, to fool this guy and trick him into getting him into the house and all the conversations and, and things that you never heard before. Now you're going to be part of all of that. The good stuff. <laughs> the good yeah. stuff, yeah. Yeah, all, all the juicy stuff. <laughs> so, Allison, tell me a little bit about what has changed on, on your side of getting them lured into the uh, the home? Well, the uh, assistants have changed again this year because for the same reason why I wasn't the one answering the door and I had assistants in season two, now people have seen those assistants, so we have to get more assistants. So um, there's there's three more assistants this year. Um, we and that's all, that's always uh, hard to find um, who we're going to have help us. Um, you know, it's just, we, we need people that are comfortable with the camera. We need people that have that have experience. You know, so. That was uh, it's fun working with new people, but as far as different for us, it's also the behind-the-scenes part in that they are talking to us, uh, the producers, you know, behind the scenes, and they're asking us about what's going on, and we're also working closely together because the producers are part of the process when we are trying to track him down. So now they're in the car with us, but now you're, you're seeing them and we're talking about our plan and you're hearing it instead of just seeing us do the work, you're hearing us devise our plan. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really very different. And, um, and from her point of view, you know, everybody recognizes her and even recognizes the, the other PIs that were working for her last season. So now we have like a whole change of roster and it's new faces 
and uh, you know we have to constantly change the the um, you know the front and the tricks and stuff that we're doing to keep these guys fooled because as we're doing more and more episodes, you know they're getting smarter and they know that we're out there looking for them. So if you're a shady contractor right now, you're looking over your shoulder. Where a couple of years ago when we first started doing this thing, nobody you know nobody saw us coming. But now we have to we got to pull all the tricks out of the bag. So, yeah, they've got <laughs> they'll get your mo down. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But now, how many people know? Obviously, you're shooting this in a whole different setting. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's a different format. Yeah. And we've kind of talked about that a little bit on social media. Um, I don't think that a lot of the fans are aware of that. So I think it's going to be a nice surprise for them because uh, people are really going to feel that they're more, you know, part of the show and part of what's going on. And you're going to feel the authenticity of it now. You know, you're really going to feel like you're like you're right there, you know, because the, the guys that we're going after are anything but contract. Oh, my God. So, yeah, you know what, guys? Remember we said last year that we couldn't believe that it got worse from the first season? Right. Well, it, it's we. I don't know how we managed to uncover these stories. Well, people write in to catchacontract.com. That's, that's how we manage it. But it's like you, we always say it can't get any worse than this. But and it does. See, <laughs> when you see some of the stuff that we do this season, man, it's just like it's going to make your head spin right off your body. Hey Skip, it's like Skip, it's like being a home inspector. Just when you think you've seen the worst house ever in your career, next week you see a worse one. Oh, we say yeah. that to each other. It's like we keep saying that over and over because we really think it's the worst, and then something comes up again. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and and after you get it all solved, and it's the the last thing you probably say, okay, it's time to go to happy hour because I need a break. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that, man. Some of these guys really, you know, they, they just they work your last nerve. I mean, we we had one guy just recently that um, he was the most arrogant sob that we ever came across. And you know, once we got him into the room for the for the confrontation scene, you know, of course they're never happy to be there. They always try to run out the door. But this guy was kind of like uh, I, I said, well, listen, they gave you you know tens of thousands of dollars, and we're looking at the pictures of work. Nothing's been done. I said, you know, where's the money? And he's like, well, I spent it. So what? Just, all right, don't say anything else. You know, so I was like, <laughs> oh, really? Uh oh. Allison, Allison, g- keeping things under wraps. I can't. Oh. I, I, let me ask you a question. Oh, I'm, not I, away any, I'm not giving away anything. I'm, 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 I'm just letting you know <laughs> it, the, level of, the level of arrogance is, is coming. Uh, we raised the bar this season. They're never going to sue us. <laughs> 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 I think. I think I think Alice has got really animated since season two. Boy, she is into it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, listen, man. It's just we we can't even believe what we're seeing sometimes. You know, so it's it just we just keep turning up the volume all the time. That is, I mean, now how many episodes did you film? Uh, well, we're gonna be uh, we will be at thirty. Um, by the time we're done, right? Thirty-one. We did eleven. Thirty-one. Yeah. So. You mean for all three seasons? Yeah. 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 Okay. So let me tell you a little something uh, extra that we can tell you though. Okay. Is is that uh, starting next week, Skip and I are also going to be starting our new podcast called Hammer and Nails, in which we'll also be talking a variety of things, but we'll be taking um, listener and viewer questions on social media. So you know, as as the 
time progresses and people are watching shows, you know, we'll be taking and answering questions on our podcast as well. So people have things that, you know, they were wondering about from the episode they saw, you know, if we can uh, provide that information, then we will. So let me ask you a question. Does that mean that you guys are going to be totally glued to your smartphones for uh, all week long, not, not just on Sunday? Uh, yeah, it, it, well, it, it's pretty much getting to that point now, you know, where it just, it, it's kind of ridiculous with all the fact we're talking to like social media people because, you know, we can't even really keep up with it. Um, but, you know, we, we try to, we try to answer as many questions for people as possible and let them know, you know, fill them in on, uh, on stuff that goes on without giving away too much information before the season airs, of course. So, but the bottom line is, guys, you're in for a really good ride this season. we got some great stuff coming your way, some unbelievable stories, and the contractors are worse than ever. And, uh, you know, you're really going to feel that sense of justice this time around for these people. There's, there's some really, really good stories. Well, that's great. And um, it seems like the, the more the horror, the better the uh, story, I guess. And that's unfortunately for the people in the house. That's just the yeah. sad part. It, it also makes it more satisfying to be able to help the people because the more the horror, the more satisfying it is to be able to give the people what they paid for and get them the justice and yeah. the closure. Yeah, I mean, some of these stories this time around are just like, you can't even believe what the way these people are living. So, you know, we're happy to have the opportunity to, uh, to use our skills to help them. And uh, it's going to be entertaining at the same time. So you're in for a good time. Well, we're going to take a, we're going to we're going to uh, be having a great time. Uh, I'm telling you, Sunday, Father's Day with you guys coming, debuting on Father's Day. It's going to be a, a heck of a Sunday night. Oh, yeah. And my phone, yeah, my phone is going to be lit up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure ours will be, too. The funny part is we're going to be guests on, on the Adam Carolla show on Sunday. It, it tapes on Sunday. It'll air on Monday. So I'm hoping that we're going to be able to catch the premiere like in our time zone out there. Well, I'm um, going to be actually on a plane going back to New York at that time when it's airing. So I'm going to have to have that flight attendant make an announcement. I want everybody watching that show. Okay. There you go. Before I let you go, I have to ask, yeah. I have to ask you guys a question. What, yeah. is, what is it going to take, or who do I have to write to or make a phone call to get you guys to make a detour from L.A. stop in Phoenix before you go back to New York? Wow. I would, you know, we've been talking about that for a while, and I would really love to do that. Um, just a question of, you know, we're trying to find the free data, like even uh, even go home, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, haven't been home. I, haven't, I haven't been home in three months. And I've been working full-time in New York while making the show and doing my responsibilities for the show. So I've been taking off you know, a day a week so that I'm squeezing the rest of my full-time hours into a few days in the beginning of the week. So I've been super double busy, sometimes flying out three to four times a week, back and forth, New York to L.A. Yeah, we almost got out your way. A couple of weeks ago, we had a few days off, and we, uh, we rented a Harley in L.A., and we rode across the desert to uh, Vegas. And uh, we we spent the weekend in in Las Vegas. Um, we were thinking about you know you know doing an excursion out maybe to like uh, Grand Canyon or some other places. And uh, you were actually we were actually considering going to call you guys, but after being in Vegas for two nights, uh, we were actually like you know what it's going to be rough even riding home. 
back to L.A., let alone, <laughs> let, alone go, let alone go in the opposite direction. And Vegas could put a hurting on you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Will. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, let's make it. Let's make let's make a pact. OK. Yeah. When it, get, right. when it gets a little bit cooler, because like we've been hitting record 115 degree days here. Oh, good. God. Yeah, it's been it's been unbelievable last three days. And, and I've been two of those days this week. I've been out early at 5 a.m. with the crew working on a couple of houses and, and out of the sun by like 1 o'clock because it's been really bad. But when it cools down, and I'm sure we'll be going back and forth, let's make a date and we'll come out, come back out and we'll, um, we'll give you the tour of Phoenix at a, a much better time to see Phoenix instead of 115 degrees. So what are you talking, like September or so? Yeah, September, October. At least it'll cool down yeah, on where it's bearable. October's 90s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, October's 90s. Yeah, that's cool. That's cold here. <laughs> wow, man. You guys must have some air conditioning bills out there. Let me tell you something. We st- Let me tell you that the uh, palatial studios of Double White Network are nice and cool, and I've got a nice breeze blowing on me right now. Blowing up your what? Uh, but but not yeah. but, but not what I'm sure some of those contractors are going to feel tomorrow when I see them on TV. You got that right. Well, that'll make you at least a little better to go to work, right? You guys are probably happy to get into the office and get out of that heat. There you go. Well, there you go. And then Monday I'll be fired up. I'll be looking to, to take a bite out of somebody after watching that show. <laughs> Yeah, go get him, man. That's it. I got him, Skip. I got him, Allison. <laughs> All right, listen, we're going to let you go, and thanks so much for taking time out of your day today. I know it was a little hard to schedule, but uh, we really appreciate your time. We, appreciate we always appreciate coming on your show and, uh, and giving us uh, good plugs and stuff. I don't know if you guys will have a chance tonight, but if you do, tune in to Spike TV. Uh, Bellator 138 is on. We're in St. Louis right now here doing uh, promotions for, for our show, and we're going to go to Bellator tonight to see Kimbo Slice by Ken Shamrock. It's going to be side, what is it called? Um, ringside. Ringside. Yeah. <laughs> ringside. <laughs> you guys want to see some great MMA action, check out Spike TV tonight. All right, we'll, che- we'll check it out, and we'll, we'll need to get you back on in a couple of weeks just to kind of review s- some of the new stuff that's been going on and uh, when yeah. you have a little bit more time. Absolutely. Look forward to it. All right, guys. Have a great time. Okay. Thanks for having us. All right. Monsoon season has passed. But the early January and February rains will soon be here. And if you have an older roof, it's just a matter of time before the leaks start appearing as water stains on your home ceiling. Do your home a favor and call Keiko Roofing for their free roof inspection. Their qualified professionals will check your roof and show you where your roof may soon fail or is failing. Keiko Roofing is committed to providing quality service along with the best roofing products. Whether you have a foam, flat, shingle, or tile roof, give Keiko Roofing Systems a call today. 602-944-4600 or keikoroofing.com Have you been looking for information on your home improvement project? Maybe you've been seeking the right contractor for your remodel work. Don't know which way to turn? Image Home Improvement Live has all those answers and more. You can always catch this contractor doing great work and sharing the best in home improvement information. Remember, Image Home Improvement Live, Saturdays from 8 to 10 on the Double Wide Network. Your answer to all your home improvement needs in the digital age.
If you've been thinking of replacing or upgrading those kitchen cabinets or appliances in your home, even though they're still in good shape, then I have a solution for you. Stardust Building Supplies is a 501c3 organization, recycling such things as kitchen cabinets, toilets, doors, windows, tubs, and more. Remember, one man's trash is another woman's treasure. They have three convenient valley locations, 51st Avenue and Northern in Phoenix, Alma School and Broadway in Mesa, and 40th Street and Thunderbird in Phoenix. Net profits from Stardust stores support their Angels on Call program, which provides free home repairs to qualified low-income homeowners in the Phoenix metro area. Last year, Angels on Call helped over 100 homeowners with their necessary home repairs. Let's do our part for the green movement. Give Stardust Building Supplies a call today, 480-668-0566, or visit them on the web at stardustbuilding.org. The following takes place between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. And now, here's Steve. All right, and we are back. You are listening to Image Home Improvement Live right here and we are talking everything obviously for the home here today we're going to be talking with Jeff Fleetum who's the Arizona uh, director of register of contractors coming up here in a few minutes and uh, we want to welcome all of you to the show make sure you check us out again like I said Facebook Twitter and um, as one of our listeners tweeted in She's having a tweety kind of day. <laughs> that was a tweet thing for her to say. That was a tweet thing for her to say. I know. I know. One so, of our, you so, know, uh, so we're working ahead. on contractors now, and um, the ones that the the ne'er do wells, you might say. Yes. Yes. And uh, you know the have you seen that ad on TV about another uh, group that has that same problem? They call them a Melvin. <clears throat> and don't even have a taillight warranty. You know, he says something, he says, ah, it's void the minute I walk out of the house. And it's a warranty on his work. That's true. That's true. You know, one of the things we want to talk about uh, this hour is, you know, mistakes homeowners make with contractors. You know, it's not always the contractor's fault when something goes wrong. A lot of times homeowners make mistakes, obviously, because, you know, if the homeowner's interviewing um, the person is a contractor. Don't forget, the contractor is sitting there evaluating the homeowner at the same time. Okay, so a couple of these things we're going to run through before we before um, Jeff Leadham comes on the show. We talk about find out what's going on with uh, director of uh, the restaurant contractors. Number one, this is a mistake homeowners make with contractors. Don't mention more than once that price is the determining uh, factor who gets the work. What do you think that tells you? How to bid it down and get it. Well, it tells you how to bid it down and get it. But on the other hand, too, it's like it's looking at it from a contractor standpoint. The homeowner is trying to nickel and dime you mm -hmm. because and if they're going to nickel and dime you, that's a that's a, a homeowner that really I as a contractor, I don't want no, because obviously I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give you a value for your money, and give you a great job. But on the other hand, too, is if 
you're if price is going to be your determining factor, that means you know you probably won't be choosing any good. I mean, when I good average materials, you're going to be looking for the cheapest materials possible. But then you know what always happens with that? They always want the best. They want the best value for the cheapest price, and sometimes you can't get good value for. Like cheap prices. Yeah, the stuff they don't in, make the material. The material just doesn't doesn't work that way in the real world. Yeah, the stuff in the discard bins in the middle of the aisle in the big box store. That's not the stuff you, you want. <laughs> now it doesn't mean that you can't go somewhere like you know like a, a Stardust Building Supplies and go back and find yourself a good value, whether it be cabinets or you know some kind of plumbing fixtures or whatever. You can find something like that. But on the other hand, too, is if you're going to do something brand new and you let the contractor know that price is going to be determining factor, that's why I always ask, what budget range are you in? Because I don't want, you know, I don't want them to feel that I'm trying to nail the, them down for it's got to be under this amount. I just want to know the range so that when I work up the quote that you're in the ballpark, I'm in the ballpark. You know, so not that when I give them the vid, they're in, they get sticker shock. I mean, it just doesn't work that way. Well, sometimes they need a little bit of sticker shock for a reality check. Okay. Because what they saw on TV for $1,000, that's not the way it really works because there's so many other determining factors on their house. They don't seem to understand that their house, there may be things that come up during the project that, you know, we open up a wall and found out that, the two by fours rotted out, something like that. Then that becomes a high priority of well, so this side of the house doesn't fall down. We have to, you know, we have to yeah. reinforce it. Absolutely. Now, one of the other things that you should not do if you are a homeowner is don't describe how other contractors have cheated you. Okay. <laughs> the bitter chances taste are yeah. the contractor you're talking to will not have any pity for you. <laughs> nope. <laughs> because that, that's just the way it is. Because guess what? You get what you pay for. That's right. You know? And just like I said about home inspectors, you get the cheapo. Well, if he's there 45 minutes, he was there not even as long as the dishwasher took to go through a cycle. That's not right. And it's just like with contractors. If he can underbid everybody, there's a problem. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You've got to make sure again, you know, it that's why the working relationship between the contractor and the homeowner should be something that's really working very well and should be in constant communication with each other. Because otherwise if if they're not, there's going to be a very big disconnect and there's going to be problems in the construction project. That's right. It's just not going to work. And the communication is key to make sure it's well drawn out in both minds <clears throat> what the end product's going to be. Yeah. Because if one person's thinking, oh, beautiful, glamorous, this and that, and those were upgrades, but you didn't buy the upgrades, guess what? You're going to need to buy the upgrades and be honest, you know, and tell the contractor, well, gee, I like the pretty upgrades, and that's what I'm going to have to pay for and make sure it's clear that they're going to. By the upgrades. That's true. Now, again, mistakes homeowners make with contractors. One of the things you've got to make sure, do not approve any add-ons without getting something written down on paper. Because, obviously, that's going to be, if, if 
if you having a discussion with the contractor and it's he said, she said kind of thing, and you're like, okay, well, let's do that, okay. It's up to the contractor to make sure that he writes down exactly what the add-on is and gets approved. And the one thing that homeowners don't understand a lot is that when you do have a change order or an add-on, okay, those things just don't go and get added onto a later installment. Those things get paid in full at time of signature of approval. That's right. That pay that needs to be paid up then, right then, not later. Yeah. That's that's not that's not an add-on to the back of the thing. Yeah. And the other mistake a lot of people make, like Skip and his people find, yeah. is people paid for everything up front and then they didn't uh, have well, they yeah. didn't you know don't pay for everything up front. Leave a little bit in the kitty to be able to approve the project and do the final payoff. Well, I think some of the things that you know, we've seen on that, on the show was the fact that. Um, there was a relationship or a referral in there somewhere, and they decided that you know the 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 guy actually wanted to get as much money as he could, even though he was not going to follow through on what he said he was going to do for them, and or they were a relative or they were a friend of a friend, so you know they didn't feel that they should only give them fifty percent or less. You know, it just shouldn't be that way. He decided that, well, you know, he asked for three quarters, 75% or whatever, up front first, and they just gave it to him. No questions asked. And then after, then they're then they're having issues after the fact. And then also be in an agreement of where you're going to get the parts, how the parts are going to be uh, procured for the project. Right. There's always a big argument. Well, I thought you were going to get them and they would look like. There's always a big argument right. there. Okay. Now, one of the other things that you you need not to make sure that you actually, uh, as far as a mistake that a homeowner could make with the contractor is make sure you know homeowners have a have a um, have a habit of giving direct criticism of quality of the work that's done to the workers, not to the general. The general. I mean, and that's one of the things that it's going to miss because they're venting, Mm -hmm. okay? They need to actually, if there's issues, they need to take it to the general contractor that's actually doing the work and let him address them. Yeah. You know, especially, I mean, you wouldn't go to to, um, one of the workers uh, unless, of course, they were doing something that was being detriment to your house. Yeah, right there on the site right if they're doing the something site. bad. That's when you just say, uh, could you please stop while I call the contractor? That's the yeah. way you handle that. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it should be. And the other thing that sometimes happens is um, people don't show. And the general had no idea. They didn't show. And, you know, things happen in life. Like on the way there, they, you know, their, their, their belt in their truck went bad or their kids got sick, you know, but... You know, not showing is another right. bad thing. It doesn't mean instantly that they're a bad, yeah. bad doer. Yeah. Now, if you were going to, before we go to break, the one other thing I want to let everybody know about is that, for instance, if you know that the project's going to be finished in a few days, make sure that you get any punch list that you have ready and get it to the contractor. Not that if he thinks he's going to be done on Friday and you hand him a punch list Friday morning that he's not going to be able to finish what he had planned for Friday and your punch list mm-hmm. because it's going to have to go into the next week. Make sure you give him enough time to actually 
uh, handle yeah, be, it. Be human about it. Give them some time. Yeah, give me a break, man. You know, <laughs> come on. All right, when we take come back from break, we're going to talk about a few uh, Father's Day gift ideas for all the tool lovers out there, <laughs> out there, including Dan. <laughs> yes, including Dan. And then uh, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to have Jeff Fleetham, the director, register of contractors, going to be joining us. So we've got a lot more coming your way right here on Image Home Improvement Live. Chances are, when it's time to call a service professional, you need someone right away. Who can you call for those electrical problems fast? The answer is Mr. Electric a licensed, bonded, and insured company serving the Valley of the Sun since 2000. Some of their residential and commercial services include expert troubleshooting, replacing an outlet, hanging a ceiling fan, or upgrading your electric service, and much more. Rest assured, all work is guaranteed. Call today for your appointment, 480-503-1339. You can find them on the web at phoenixmetro.mrelectric.com. Remember, at Mr. Electric, we have the power to make things better. You're listening to the Double Wide Network, where you can host your own radio show. If you're looking for a way to get out your message, welcome to the future. Dave Pratt's Double Wide Network offers you the opportunity to use our state-of-the-art studio to create your very own radio show. Our experienced and helpful production staff will help you every step of the way. Our free mobile app allows your listeners to take your show with them and play it live or on demand. Even if you're not in Arizona, we've got you covered with Skype technology so you can broadcast from anywhere in the world. Whether you're in it to grow your business, make a statement, deliver a message, or just have fun hosting your own show, the Double Wide Network can make it happen. The Double Wide Network always has your show ready to go. For more information, just visit us at doublewidenetwork.com. In football, a good game plan is key to success. The same goes for your home improvement projects. This is Steve Dubell. Let me help you plan your next home improvement strategy Saturday mornings on Image Home Improvement Live right here on the Double Wide Network. This is Amber Sullins, Chief Meteorologist for ABC 15 News. Nightly, I update you with the most up-to-date and accurate forecasting of our valley's weather. The most accurate and cutting-edge information for your home can be found here every Saturday morning with Steve Dubell and Image Home Improvement live on the Double Wide Network. All right, it's Saturday and we're excited. There's a lot going on. Tomorrow is Father's Day and you are tuned in to Image Home Improvement live right here on the Double Wide Network. And what, right now, we're going to get Dan all excited because we <laughs> promised we were going to talk about power tools. Power tools. That's <laughs> yes. one of the things, you know, one of the things we kid uh, our good friend and sponsor, Sean LaPointe from <laughs> Mr. Electric. We're talking about, you know, it's just, you know, in the commercial, if you've listened to it, it says, you know, we have the power to make it happen. Sean's got all the power tools in the world that make it happen, especially when it comes to electric. Oh, you should see his truck. It is just so cool. It's loaded with all the toys. It's all the toys. That's right. You know, 
But, you know, one of the things that we want to get into, you know, obviously, you know, Father's Day is, is a very special kind of day for all of fathers. And we're talking about, you know, a lot of fathers are uh, DIY people, you mm-hmm. know, and that's one of the people that we try and help make <laughs> educated decisions so that they don't wind up hurting themselves. And, you know, one of the things that I've got to I've got to share a little story with you because uh, power tools actually even handled properly by the right people still could be a dangerous thing. And, you know, a couple of about probably about, oh, about a week and a half ago, we were out doing some framing at one of our projects. And occasionally now, for those of you, you know, you see people, you know, playing around on television, you know, with nail guns. Nail guns could be very, very dangerous, especially if something goes wrong. And now nail guns are not supposed to fire. They're pneumatic tools. They're not supposed to fire until you press down on the tip. That's right. And it'll fire when you press the trigger. Okay? The nail gun that I picked up had not reset when the air was taken off of it the last time. So the tip was partially engaged Engaged. at the bottom, okay? So we picked up the nail gun and put the air hose on it, and without even hitting the trigger, okay? It fired. It fired into the ground and just missed my foot, okay? And these are things that you've got to be careful for. Therefore, you know, when you pick up any kind of pneumatic tool, don't... Pointed at anybody. It's just like handling a weapon. Yeah, exactly. It's just if like you handling better, a weapon. Know where it's pointing and what it's going to hit. Even if you don't have your finger on the trigger, there's times when you can have a rimfire or a misfire, and then deadly things can happen. You know, and those, I tell you, you know, you're talking about those, those, and it had and had loaded ten penny nail in it. So Ooh. those things, if that thing, if that thing would have been close to my skin, it probably would have went in. That's right. You'd have that X-ray of that thing going through your foot. Yeah, and I wouldn't. Yeah, and I'd have. I'd have. A, I'd have <laughs> I know an, that sounds terrible, but you, I've seen a lot of X-rays of a lot of things when I was in the Air Force of airmen doing <clears throat> unwise things. Yeah, and that would have been that would have been a hell of a Facebook posting, though. Oh yeah. Yes. Well, we didn't have that back when I was in the Air Force, but I know it, it was enough just for base safety briefings okay. for quite a few months. You know. So again, the one thing that we want to talk about, you know, like for instance, we're. In at the at the Dubell compound, <laughs> we are you know finishing up our uh, shop area in our uh, in our detached garage, and one of the things that we're actually going to be doing is obviously making sure that it's stocked with all the right tools that we need to do a multitude of different projects, and you want to make sure again that they're stored properly. So storage is important if you are thinking about doing something like that. If you need, uh, if you maybe you've got just a garage, and you need, you want to get something for, uh, you know, your dad. Why not get him some way to organize the tools that he does have? And then one very important thing: batteries here in Arizona, out in a hot 125 degree garage, will die or have other issues of uh, splitting the casings and going bad. So do not store your regular batteries in the hot garage and expect them to last. The the heat will just ruin. Is that a lithium battery? The any kind of you know hand operated battery mm. they will die on you because the heat just um, you know 
ruins everything. Okay. And but, just be careful with that. You know, and you know, the one great thing is if you are uh, any type of DIY person, you'll know that you've been around for a while. You, you go into some of these big box stores, you know, right around Father's Day and the holidays and stuff like that. There's a lot of different uh, tools that have they have out on display and they have some great deals on circular saws. You know, one of the things that made life... Oh, Dan's getting excited. <laughs> you got that, they've got that super mini saw out now. Well, you know, that's, that. you know, and that's one of the things... You know, Rockwell has a compact circular saw. It's only five pounds. It's mm-hmm. half the weight of a full-size circular saw. And it's got a, um, a regular-sized blade on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when I say regular size, regular size for a small circular saw, it's only like, it's like the same size of a blade for a grinder. It's about four and a half inches. And you could take that and put it in one hand and you can cut some things delicately mm-hmm. with some of these smaller tools now that you could years ago when it was like, okay, well, what do you use? You got, you've got either a table saw, a band saw. Or I the, mean, bi- or the big know, hand saw. Yeah. I mean, years ago when I moved to Arizona, the first thing I did, I'm talking about when, because I... I was, you know, used to like to build furniture as a hobby when I lived back east and in Chicago was I built a full set of shutters for the house that I bought from scratch. And mm-hmm. people turned around and was just like, you know, when what I had to go through to go to these lumber yards to actually tell them, well, I'm looking for, you know, slat material and this type of material. And they literally, some people actually turned me away because they thought that I was going to start my own shutter business and I was going to get the supplies. I'm like, dude, I'm, a, I'm not ordering enough I'm to put just, you out of business. I'm just building something for my house. You know, and, but some people were like that. They turned around. Well, they, see, wouldn't, they wouldn't sell me a slat material. Well, back then, DIY wasn't. Wasn't really an idea. Well, not only that, that far there was back, Steve. Eight. Well, you know, I mean, it's not like we were back in disco era. I mean, come on. But when you think about it, you know, seriously, um, thinking about some of these things that you can do now, make sure that if you're going to get some of these tools, uh, again, lithium batteries are just unbelievable. As Dan said, store them in a cool place. But on the other hand, they last an extremely long time, mm-hmm. you know, because we've got, you know, we've got some lithium batteries on some of the tools that we use on our remodeling projects, and they do last a very long time, especially if you're doing constant usage. The other thing to remember when you're using a tool, a drill or a saw, remember the original rules have it on a stable platform. Don't just be hanging on a ladder. And number one uh, is, you know, make sure you got a stable platform. Number two, kickback. Drills, saws, most everything will have a little bit of kickback. Know where it's going to happen. Make sure you're safe and secure. Okay. You want to know what the what was my most favorite tool ever that I got that actually, it changed my life, Dan. <laughs> Tell you. Your head polisher? <laughs> No, Dan. Dan, I wouldn't go there, Dan. Dan, where's Mike? Mike, where's the mute button, Mike? What's wrong with this guy? Turning him down and no more Dan. (laughs) Unbelievable. What, Mike, what time is it? It's just about that time. You had to go for the head polisher. I know, I know. As I always say, you know, God only made a few perfect heads and they... 
don't have hair. <laughs> That's all I got to say. But no, seriously, an impact driver, an impact oh. impact driver, especially when it's cordless. Okay, it's got a light on it so you can see where the heck the slot is. Okay, and second of all, there are certain issues. For and, and it works really well because a lot of times if you're driving screws into certain materials, that if you didn't have that if you didn't have that driver, okay, you could literally go back in and force it in. If you had a regular screwdriver, oh, screw work. gun, it wouldn't work because you couldn't get it in fast enough because you'd have to probably pre-drill it. Yeah, because some woods and some materials are so hard. Oh, yeah, they're it, it so dense you can't get it. That impact driver, Lord knows, what did I do before I bought an impact driver years ago? I mean, that was like... It's almost like what, what inspectors do before we had digital cameras. <laughs> you know, how we just yeah, survive. You know what it was called? Polaroid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all what that it was. goo and all those... Polaroid. Yeah. Oh, I remember those days. Remember those days? Paranoid. I mean, Polaroid. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I used to use those when my first early days when I was doing handyman work. I actually yeah. took that Polaroid and went out and started, you know, my dad used to kid me, you know, when, when I was, he was big into Polaroids years ago. You know, you go out, especially with the black and white pictures, you know, you oh, got to yeah. pull a picture out, pull the glue out and coat the picture. Coat the thing. And let it and sit. Then, yeah. That didn't work too well at the beach, though, because after you coated uh, it, yeah, the wind a... came up, blew sand all over the picture. Oh, that was just texturing. Oh, that was just <laughs> texture. That was a great idea, Dan. <laughs> Oh my God! I tell you, you know, once you get started, Mike, you get started. I don't know what we're gonna do with him. Just wait, just wait till the next segment. Oh boy, <laughs> that's gonna be unbelievable. But seriously, so if you think about going out and getting some type of, you know, t- tools for your DIY dad, definitely go take a look and see what you have. But again, some of the newer tools, those are the things that I think. Uh, he would really appreciate, especially in doing some of these more delicate work, depending on what he's what he's looking for. Or maybe there's something that he needs. He's going to be doing some projects in the house that he needs a special tool for. You know, you could always get mom to help you out and find out exactly what he needs. And, you know, you still got all day Saturday to run out and grab whatever you need, get it all boxed up and get it ready for him for Father's Day for tomorrow. Make sure that happens, and Dan, or just get him a gift certificate. Or, well, yeah, but that, you, yeah, but yeah, that's okay. I know that's okay if but nobody it's more knows what you're really. Fun to want. have the the tool. Yeah, I know because it's instantly accessible and destroyable. I mean, <laughs> that's right, that's right. And Dan, destruction is on the way. Dan, it just in case <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> you will have a reprieve. You can go to the store and get a tool. All right. All right. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Jeff Fleetham from the Arizona uh, Registrar Contractors and all the new things coming down the pike from the registrar. So don't go away. You're listening to Image Home Improvement Live. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Have you been looking for information on your home improvement project? Maybe you've been seeking the right contractor for your remodel work. Don't know which way to turn? Image Home Improvement Live 
has all those answers and more. You can always catch this contractor doing great work and sharing the best in home improvement information. Remember, Image Home Improvement Live, Saturdays from 8 to 10 on the Double Wide Network. Your answer to all your home improvement needs in the digital age. If you live in Arizona, you know two things to be true. One, that we are living the hottest days of the summer. And two, if you haven't had your home's cooling system checked this year, you run the risk of having it fail at the hottest time of the year. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, telling you that the pros at Quality Systems need to be your choice to keep your house cool for the summer. I know I did. With nearly three decades of experience in the industry, Quality Systems' commitment is to provide every customer with the best possible in service. Don't wait. Call the pros at Quality Systems today for all your HVAC needs. 480-945-2665 or visit them on the web at qualitysystemsac.com. Hi, this is Skip Bedell. And Allison Bedell from the Spike TV hit show, Catch a Contractor. We catch contractors that have left homeowners with unfinished remodeling projects. And if you don't want this to happen to you, listen to Image Home Improvement Live. Every Saturday morning on the Double Wide Network. S-O-S-P, someone help me. It's not healthy. We need to feel this All right, we are back, and you're listening to Image Home Improvement Live, and we are talking. This is, Dan, this is like um, Father's Day Eve. That's right. What do you think? I think I can probably go to the house, and there won't be anybody there, hopefully, because they're out shopping. Well, the, oh, so you got to take a run over to the direct tool guy. Okay. All right. Dan, mum's the word. I will not utter a word. If they call me, I'll tell I'm telling you how to go do an inspection. That's right. <laughs> okay. All right. We want to uh, get on with what we need to cover today. And one of the things, obviously, that is uh, something that we, we honor as being good contractors, at least I do anyway, we want to you know, honor exactly what the, what the uh, state does for our contractors. And that entity is the Arizona Register of Contractors. And with us right now is the new director for that uh, organization, Jeff Fleetham. Jeff, welcome to Image Home Improvement Live. Well, well good morning, Steve and uh, and Dr. Dan. I mean, Dr. <laughs> Dan. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, it's great to have you here. Thank you for taking time out to be with us this morning. But uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, obviously, you know, you know, Dan and I have been in the business for years and years, and we've seen a lot of changes that happen with the restaurant, not to mention that we've seen a lot of frustrated homeowners dealing with bad contractors. Tell us a little bit about uh, the direction that the uh, restaurant contractors is going right now. Okay. Well, first, I'd like to give a little thumbnail about what the agency does. Sometimes people don't understand that, which is not uncommon with a, with a lot of different uh, sort of regulatory agencies. Um, the Arizona Register of Contractors serves really two core functions. It, it licenses and regulates and uh, regulates licensed contractors. Uh, we ensure that a contractor meets certain training uh, and experience. So what we do is, uh, and then when we're considering the regulation, the agency works to curb non-licensed entities working within the state. Uh, we investigate construction complaints and we investigate complaints against unlicensed entities as well. So. Well, one of the things, one of the things that obviously we've seen a lot of, and 
is customers that actually call me and and tell me that uh, they actually had problems with uh, unlicensed people. Uh, they, you know, other than that, they did take their money, but the work quality of work that they did was really, shall we say, uh, less than perfect. <laughs> or less than acceptable, they even really. Or complete. Or complete. Right. And then, you know, they're not getting any satisfaction. Now, you know, if for someone like me who's been in the business for 25 plus years, we're thinking about, you know, I want to make the customer as happy as I can when I get done. And somebody who is probably being maybe a little shadow type person would actually go back and start talking about, not doing such a great job and just, mm-hmm. as they say, run for the border. <laughs> Ooh, for careful the border. on that one. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. That was an old commercial. Don't you remember that run for the border? Well, okay. Well, what we encourage is that, um, that anybody doing any sort of project um, always hire licensed contractors. Um, there's a reason why a contractor will license himself, and that is uh, most of them are proud to be licensed contractors. Right. Uh, what happens when an unlicensed entity is uh, not only are they not licensed, they haven't met the minimum standards, but they're not required to be bonded. Oftentimes, they're not uh, properly insured. Um, and as you mentioned, sometimes their goal is to collect a check and then move on as quickly mm-hmm. as possible. If, you hi- if, a, if a homeowner or anybody, a business owner, hires an unlicensed entity, there's really no resolve with the Registrar of Contractors. When it comes to a homeowner, uh, they file a complaint with us and we investigate to a certain level the unlicensed entity. We bring a case against them. It's a misdemeanor case. We, we do some civil citations. If it's a criminal, then we pass it on to a prosecutor, county prosecutor, city prosecutor, um, and then it's up to them to proceed. So. There's no, there's, there's no relief through the recovery fund as if they hire a, a licensed contractor. They hire a licensed contractor and there's a deficiency that is determined or verified and through the hearing process and the process it's determined that it's confirmed, then a homeowner has an opportunity to apply to the recovery fund and receive up to, not always, but up to, they can receive up to $30,000 uh, from the recovery fund to help uh, relieve relieve their loss. Um, so that's the reason why you always want to hire a licensed contractor. Now, as a business person, we find business people that will hire unlicensed people that not understand why they don't get the full service that they would from a licensed person who was following all the rules. And the other problem that I, that I have seen is a business person is now liable for a deficient construction of something in his business, and if someone gets hurt, he and his business can be really damaged, just like a homeowner that doesn't hire someone that doesn't have the proper insurances and workman comps and things like that. He gets hurt on site, could be sued. There's many, many of those things. I won't go into the necessary legal things, but you can consider that how many, how many chances you take um, as a homeowner. You hire an unlicensed person to... Uh, an unlicensed entity to roof your house, and, and that person falls off and breaks their neck in your yard. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're your employee. That's right. Um, and so um, you may want to consider discussing uh, with your legal counsel before you do that on what your liabilities would be or your insurance company, that type of thing. So 
Um, the reason why you would hire somebody that is legally doing business in the state that you're in is because you're covered by certain by certain laws. So, I mean, that's that's it's so important. And you used to see a lot of that, especially when we had the hailstorm that uh, we all remember from several years ago. And all of a sudden, everybody and his sister decided they could do roofing, and they were going trying to collect money from the insurance companies, and then go hire some of these people that were unlicensed roofers. And oh yeah, we could do roofs. Or the handyman all of a sudden became expert roofers, mm-hmm. and they turned around and they start doing roofing work. But again, falling off the roof, um, you know, that's a heck of a liability. I mean, yeah, it's like it, it's worse than going to Vegas. And playing roulette. I mean, come on. And then you have the others that uh, steal good contractors' numbers, put them out there for themselves. And, yeah, the uh, the number has a good contractor on it, but that's not him. Well, that's uh, we, we see that occasionally. Uh, it's it's rather rare. What I'd like to mention is you mentioned the, the roofing in, in our hailstorm, particularly in October of 2010. Right. Mm-hmm. I think there were something like 150,000 roofs replaced. Um one of the big problems there is when you have a big loss like that in Arizona or any place else, then there are, uh, we call it, then you get, you get people coming from everywhere. It's a huge loss, and uh, there's a lot of houses damaged, and there's a lot of money to be made. One of the things we noticed that, that happened during that time was there were contractors guaranteeing people that they wouldn't have to pay their, their, uh, their deductible. They were getting checks and they were taking them and the roof wasn't being repaired. So what happens is your insurance company gives you a check to repair your roof. You give it to somebody. They leave with it. Your roof is not repaired. In many instances, now your home is an uninsurable risk. And so you have a house that's uninsurable because it has a damaged roof, and you have, you've just given somebody $40,000 to repair or 30 or, or 12 or 6 It doesn't matter. It's still a lot of money. And then, then the person's gone, and, and you're sit holding the bag. People have a sense of urgency when there's some damage. It's, that's the time when people really need to pull back and really think through the guy knocking on their door or offering him certain things, if they'll put a sign in their yard, if they'll do this. Check with their insurance company and say, hey, what's the law on someone else paying my deductible for me? There could be some problems there. But be certain you're hiring a properly licensed contractor that's licensed in the state of Arizona. If they're from Oklahoma and they're licensed in Oklahoma, that doesn't mean they're licensed here. That's right. Make sure they're licensed in the state of Arizona. Get phone numbers. Contact them. Call the Register of Contractors. Make sure the person that you're calling, that you're talking to, is actually a member of that entity that you're trying to contract with. And go on the ROC website and just pull that information up and just do a, do your homework. Due diligence. That's right. Due diligence. You're spending a lot of money. And if the insurance company gives you a check and you make the mistake of giving it to somebody who steals it from you, they're not going to help. They're not going to get it back for you. Yeah, you're going to get the old insurance company shrug. We tried. Well, it would be any if you give somebody money to repair something and they squander it some other way, the chances of you getting it back are, are pretty slim. That's right. So. I mean, and, and that goes with, you know, to be as a homeowner, they need to be on guard against that because you can't just turn around. And even though you get that check from, you know, the insurance company, 
You just don't turn the whole check over for if, it, if it's for the whole damaged amount of your roof and give it to the, the person you're going to have supposedly contract to fix your roof. You don't do that. You give, you give them a percentage. Well, I, I'm not going to get into how much you pay somebody or how your contract works out. What you need to do is make certain that payment is, payment is the way that you understand it, and that's the way it goes. Yeah, because uh, you got to leave leave yourself some leeway there to say, well, this is this wasn't completely done right, or mm-hmm. there's something there's a there's a hitch in the giddy up here. Let's take another look at it, Mr. Contractor. Is well, it- correct, and some guidelines to consider in payments is don't pay cash. Make sure your checks are payable to the name of the company or contractor listed on your contract. That, that happens <laughs> seriously. That's kind of important. Never yeah. make a check payable to individuals or companies that are not listed on your contract. Do not allow payments to get ahead of the work. Now, that doesn't mean that on special order material, and you all know this, special order material, we used to make that, that was a paid up front thing. Yeah. It was all listed. So, Yeah, because special order materials, that's a specially made material just for that project. It's not one of those generic things you can go in and get several of. It's made just for that project, and it's no good anyplace else. Right. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing. All right, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to have more with Jeff Leadham from the Register of Contractors and your questions right here on Image Home Improvement Live. Don't go away. If your garage door is acting up, maybe needing an adjustment or just a new door opener, A Better Look Garage Door Company is not just a name. A Better Look Garage Door is a promise. When it's time to give your garage door a better look, make your next call to A Better Look Garage Door Company, 602-743-4028. Don't wait. Call the owner, Tom, right now, 602-743-4028. A Better Look Garage Door Company is a veteran-owned family business serving the Phoenix area. A Better Look Garage Door Company. You're listening to the Double Wide Network, where you can host your own radio show. If you're looking for a way to get out your message, welcome to the future. Dave Pratt's Double Wide Network offers you the opportunity to use our state-of-the-art studio to create your very own radio show. Our experienced and helpful production staff will help you every step of the way. Our free mobile app allows your listeners to take your show with them and play it live or on demand. Even if you're not in Arizona, we've got you covered with Skype technology so you can broadcast from anywhere in the world. Whether you're in it to grow your business, make a statement, deliver a message, or just have fun hosting your own show, the Double Wide Network can make it happen. The Double Wide Network always has your show ready to go. For more information, just visit us at doublewidenetwork.com. When you buy a car, you want to see that car's history, whether it's new or used. Why should buying a home be any different? DEC Inspections can provide you with the inspection you need to have peace of mind when purchasing your next home. Call today, 602-308-8722. That's 602-308-8722. Well, good morning, sleepyhead. It's about time you woke up. I made you some coffee. You know, you've got a lot of honeydew items to do today. What do you mean? 
Like what kind of items? Oh, come on. There's the garage door to fix, the leaky faucet that's been dripping all night, and that sticky front door you've been promising me to fix for over three years. I don't know if I can get all those things done today before the big game. Oh, don't forget you promised to do some things for Nana, too. Didn't he, Nana? Your husband is dangerous with tools. The last time he tried to fix something, I had to go buy a new one. He needs to listen every week to Image Home Improvement Live. All right, and you are definitely tuned in to Image Home Improvement Live. I and mean, where else would you be here on a weekend morning? Come on now. Pre-Father's Day morning. Pre-Father's Day morning. We're talking about all the good things to make to, to keep you safe. That's keep right. Keep you safe in your home. Not just to mention the nuts and bolts. We talked about uh, choosing the right inspector to inspect your home to make sure it's okay. We talked about the right tools to use for Father's Day to actually help dad take <laughs> care of the home. And now we're talking with Jeff Leadham from the Arizona Registry of Contractors. We're talking about how to protect yourself to make the right decisions when it comes to choosing the right contractor and know that you have a friend in the register of contractors. But uh, Dan, you have some questions about one of the things that I hear a lot about is, you know, um, is a handyman okay to do certain work or should I get the reg- should I get a licensed a bonded insured general contractor. Well, from the home inspector's point of view, I always say a licensed bonded uh, uh, contractor do the repairs on a home, you know, prior to close for the major repairs that you know for things I find on a home. And so many times I hear back, oh, we had a handyman handle that. Oh, I and pray- some of oh, the yeah. things are over, and then <clears throat> uh, <laughs> it's over the thousand dollars for the whole project, and I know things are not going to go well. what makes you say that dan (laughs) because when you see all sorts of caulk and glue caulk and paint make what it ain't (laughs) caulk and glue (laughs) well you know like we always say when you see certain things done by uh certain handymen because they i mean they may be trying to do the right thing but you know i always kid everything you know man's best friend is duct tape well and even well that doesn't work in arizona because the heat makes it peel back well you know (laughs) That's why they. That's why they have more than one role. <laughs> that's amazing. But again, only doing certain kind of work that isn't. I mean, you know, you know, fixing, doing some carpentry or something like that. That's not a big deal. Doing minor stuff. But when you get into some of the more major stuff, like for instance, changing water heaters or you know, doing electrical work. You know, and or I'm installing not, solar panels. Or yeah, installing. <laughs> I've solar. actually seen that. Did one. Did you ever see you see a handyman install a solar panel? Yeah, and he cut off the sewer vents and cut off the t tops, and things stank in the attic. <laughs> That's why he figured he figured he'd, he'd kind of streamline. Uh, he streamlined the, the process of putting them in. He had them done in a day. <laughs> he had them done in a day. <laughs> That's just unbelievable. But you know, we so were, the parameters on that, Mister, uh, <laughs> is very specific. Absolutely. Yes, we have. Uh, there's a statute, 321121. Uh, for those of you who are interested in reading statutes, if you <laughs> if you can't figure out how to get to sleep at night, uh, <laughs> 321121. Persons not required to be licensed. Penalties and applicability. Uh, 
and, and, and under A14, it, it describes a handyman. Let me first make a point. There are many, many, many handymen that are very qualified at what they do and great craftsmen. And many people start out in the industry as handymen or end up as handymen. But there's certain guidelines in the state of Arizona. We don't have a handyman problem. We have an unlicensed entity program problem. That's right. Handymen that follow the statutes are, are perfectly fine. People that don't and that aren't licensed are unlicensed entities. So... I hear a lot from trades, and I'm, my family's been licensed for years and years, or they're not anymore. We retired, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, have been in the business in Arizona since 1959. Um, and and there's, there's good people. Uh, there's great quality handymen. There's unbelievably qualified contractors, vast majority. But what some people don't understand is the limits on the handyman uh, they'll say, well, it's $1,000. So today I did $1,000 worth of work. Tomorrow I did $1,000 worth of work on the same property. That's not how this works. The $1,000 is total project cost, material and labor. So for a handyman to properly do that, if he is going to, say, install uh, French doors, <laughs> so to do that under $1,000 is going to be pretty tough. So... The homeowner buys the doors. The doors are $950. The handyman, to be within the statute and not be considered unlicensed, could charge $50. That's right. Okay. If the doors cost $50, the handyman could charge $950. Tomorrow, he can't come back at that same property and do another $1,000 worth of work. That's, that's the project. So they also, you can't do any work within the handyman statute, to be within the handyman statute, any work you perform cannot require a permit. So you have different municipalities that require permits for different things. Some may require a permit but not do an inspection. That does not relieve anybody from this. A handyman cannot do work that requires a permit, ever. Like the one I see putting up a uh, patio cover. Uh, that if one, that re- if different the, cities it, have different rules right, on that. If but. the municipality requires a permit, uh, whether that patio cover costs $500 or whether it costs $1,000 material labor, the handyman cannot do it. That's right. Um, the, uh, the statute's pretty detailed. Uh, the way it reads is it reads like statute. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so the, statute the point reads. is, is if anybody has a concern about this, keep con- consider this. If the person is a handyman under the exemption, it lists what they can do. Under $1,000, material and labor, no permits, no electrical work, no plumbing work. They can plug in an appliance, plug in an appliance designed by the manufacturer to have a, three, a three-prong plug. Uh, there's a, I, I don't want to read the entire, the entire statute, but... Uh, you can't attach anything with a screw or a nail to a wall, that kind of thing, uh, when it comes to these these type of uh, items that are listed there. Um, and if they advertise, they have to advertise that they're unlicensed. They have to advertise that they're unlicensed entity or there's statute, there's, uh, there could be uh, a citation on that. If you hire your local handyman and he performs work poorly, 
and he is acting as an unlicensed entity, there's no relief from the Registrar of Contractors other than filing the unlicensed complaint, and we go through that process again where we cite, and then we hand it off to a prosecutor. The chances of you getting your money back are slim unless you do some sort of uh, process through another uh, avenue rather than the Registrar of Contractors. That's right. Yeah. Jeff, uh, time is short. Tell our listeners uh, the best place that they can go, how they can contact you, uh, internet, phone. Right. Okay. Our website is uh, www.azroc.gov, azroc.gov. Our main phone number in the Valley is 602-542-1525. Our 800 number, if you're within Arizona but not in uh, local uh, range, is 877-692-9762. If you have a complaint, you can download complaints there. You can check certain things out. If there's something on the website that you don't feel that gives you all the information that you want, please call and ask. Do your due diligence. That's due right. Due diligence, due diligence, due diligence. That's right. And anytime I ever look look up, um, have some new subcontractors that we want to use in remodeling, that's one of the first places I go to to check out their, their license record to make sure they – They've got uh, bonding, and then we we, we just take that progression. So if you're a homeowner and you're checking out a contractor, that is a great, great resource for you to actually go to. And, Jeff, thank you so much for taking time out today to be on the show. First time here, but not the last. (laughs) Don't forget our Facebook page either, Arizona Register of Contractors. We've got a lot of good stuff on that. All All right. And also remember, they're good guys that are at the contract, you know, that are registered contractors. Vast they're majority. not all bad guys. Come That's on. right. Come That's on, right. people. Here's a good a guy right here. Yeah. <laughs> Vast majority are great. Over ninety nine percent. All right. There you go, Jeff Freedom from the Arizona Register of Contractors, and we'd like to thank all our guests today and and all our listeners for tuning in. All the dads out there have a great, great Father's Day. Father's Day, and make sure if you ever, ever thought about not listening to this program, resistance is futile. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. You're a great American. I love you.